Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I hope you're well. I am well, I think. Although I have just been on a walk, my one allotted uh, outdoor exercise a day with the dog, and I got shouted at by somebody who said I was walking more than two metres apart from him. And he was adamant that the rule is that the maximum distance you can walk from someone is two metres, no more than that. What is going on? I mean, am I supposed to take out uh, a ruler with me and measure the distance between myself and everyone else? And also, now, I might not have read everything in all the detail, but I'm pretty certain that the rule is at least two metres. So you can't have a go at me for walking more than two metres. Can you believe that? Honestly, I tell you, there are some crazy people in this world, but never mind. We've got some brilliant books to take our mind off it. Um, and uh, yeah, the first one I'm really looking forward to talking to you about. So I was asked to review this. It was sent to me as an audiobook, and I'm not getting as much time to listen to audiobooks as normal. And the way that you get them is, I mean, it's brilliant that I get to listen to them. I'm so grateful, but you don't get to listen to them on a faster speed. So normally I'd listen to an audiobook on, I don't know, one and a quarter, one and a half times speed. But the way that I'm given these books, I can't alter it. So I was a bit sort of disgruntled at the beginning, thinking, oh, I'm not going to enjoy this. I'm just going to have to listen. Boo. And I didn't read much about the book. I thought, oh, it sounded quite good. The Split by Sharon Bolton. I hadn't read any of her other books. Um, but it, I thought, well, it sounded interesting. Let's let's give it a go. And let me tell you, I was hooked. I mean, I in some ways, I wish I'd read more about the description because I was just, but I was just guessing the whole time what's going to happen. Um, let me tell you what they say about it. So, a year ago, in desperation, Felicity Lloyd signed up for a lengthy research trip to the remote island of South Georgia. It was her only way to escape. And now he's coming for her. Freddie Lloyd has served time for murder. Out at last, he's on her trail. And this time, he won't stop until he finds her. Because no matter how far you run, some secrets will always catch up with you. And it says um, in the sort of the blurb about it that it's tense and gripping. And I would agree. Um, sometimes that isn't always conveyed with an audiobook, but I really did think that it was. Now, you can get it on ebook now. 
Um, the hardback is coming out at the end of May, the 28th of May, I believe. So you haven't got too long to go for that. And it's one of those where you don't know who to trust. You don't know if Felicity, the main character in the story, is someone who you really can trust or if she is misinterpreting everything um, and the characters she comes across. Again, you don't know who... Uh, yes, they're all allegedly telling their own truths, but you don't know if that is factually correct or not. Um, some great characters as well. There's a particular one, um, a mother. I won't go into any more detail at this point, but she, uh, I loved her character. And it just kept me guessing. And there were so many twists and turns that at the end, I was almost exhausted from listening to it. It kept me gripped. It was different to some of the other sort of thriller books that I've read lately. Um, and I would certainly go and look for more books by Sharon Bolton. So that's The Split by Sharon Bolton. And I really would give that quite a, a strong mark myself because it was just so unexpected. And talking of unexpected, this next book was brilliant. Now, it's called Strangers by C.L. Taylor. It's out in hardback already probably heard me talking about other books by C.L. Taylor. She writes some great, typically standalone thrillers. Um, and this one is, I think, her best yet. But that's my view anyway. So at the very beginning, you come across these three characters, Ursula, Gareth and Alice. And you know that they uh, have met each other because they're dealing with a dead body. But you don't know the details behind it, what's gone on. And then suddenly you find yourself a week earlier seeing each of these three people individually and at that point they have no contact with each other and you're just wondering how did they come to, how did their paths cross why who is this person that that's dead who was responsible and what's going to happen so it, it's it's great because you feel some comfort in knowing that yes the three came together but you're very uncomfortable to know why and what the real story was um and as the book says, Ursula thinks she's killed the love of her life. Gareth's been receiving strange postcards and Alice is being stalked. None of them are used to relying on others. But when the three strangers' lives unexpectedly, unexpectedly collide, there's only one thing for it. They have to stick together. Otherwise, one of them will die. Three strangers, two secrets, one terrifying evening. And when I was reading this book, every time I turned the page and started a new chapter, I could almost hear the background music picking up another pace. You know, as you're watching a film sequence and it gets faster and faster and the drum beats there and it's more intense. That's what I found, particularly in the last sort of third of the book. It, I was just flying through it because I really had to know what was going to happen. I cared about these characters. Uh, they were facing more unusual situations, which was nice to, to read about something a bit different. And it's just one of those where you, you know that you can trust the author to deliver the book. Um, you know it's going to be a good story and you just want to find out what that story is. Um, I really enjoyed it. Apparently she's got another uh, YA book coming out later this year, I think. So I'm really looking forward to reading that one as well. Um, but this lady clearly has the gift. Um, she, yeah, she can write a book and, and this one delivers. Uh, the problem is, as I've said before, and I'll say it again, getting hold of books uh, at this point in time. But if you can get hold of a copy of Strangers, then I really would suggest you do because it's one to keep you gripped 
um, and uh, you just don't know how it all came about. I certainly didn't guess. And normally I have an inkling, but no, this one, I had no idea how it was all going to work out. But what I really, really enjoyed that book. So that is Strangers by C.L. Taylor. Now, the next book I'm talking to you about, mm, some good, some bad. So this is called The Liar in the Library by Simon Brett, and it's part of a series. I picked this book up, I admit, because it was quite thin and I thought, oh, that'll be a nice, quick, easy read for when I just don't want to have to spend hours days on a book I can just get through it feel a sense of accomplishment because sometimes particularly at the moment if you can't commit yourself to a big book it, it's quite nice to have a shorter one and I just thought well that looks about 140 150 pages and so I picked it up for that reason and Simon Brett can write a good story um, and I just thought, yeah, it'd be more of a feel good and easier read. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. I just thought it, that that's what it would be. I sat down and started reading it. And then I, well, partway through, I thought, well, hang on a minute. Normally, I do like to look at how many pages there are. So I had a look and there's 180 something pages in this book. And I thought, well, why for a book that's quite long? I don't understand why they have done it in a format where there's a lot of words on every page. I think you could have made it easily into 200 and something if you just used a bigger font. And you see, the problem is that I think some people won't pick this book up because they think, oh, it's a short book. And often people are looking for First of all, value for money. I mean, this one is retailed at eight ninety nine, and it's a short book. I think that's very pricey. Um, so people wouldn't pick it up because they would be thinking, well, that's too short to read. I want something that's going to take me a bit longer to get through. When actually it, it does. I mean, I think you could at least reduce each page by a third. So you would create a lot more a lot more pages for that and make it look like a one of the more average books on the shelves. So I think they've missed a trick with, with that. Um, maybe it's just the style of this series and I've missed out on that. Having said all those sort of negative points at the beginning, let's get to the story itself, which I enjoyed. So best-selling author Burton St. Clair, complete with soaring ego and wandering hands, has come to town to give a talk. But after his corpse is found slumped in his car, he won't be leaving. Jude is the prime suspect. She was, after all, the last person to see Burton St. Clair alive. If she is to prove her innocence, she will have to dust off her detective skills and recruit her prim and proper neighbour and partner in sleuthing, Carol, to find the real culprit. Um, so as I say, I enjoyed it. It, it is w what it seems to be. It's a, a lighter murder mystery, but it's good. It's got some twists and turns. I like the characters in it. Um, I like the fact of the people that uh, came to listen to the book talk and the perception you have of authors in it as well. Um, there's some dry humour too. So, yeah, it's a good book. I just it, it disappointed me because it wasn't what I expected in terms of a very quick read. Um, but that's that's just me. If you're looking for a story, that's a good one. And it might be that if you try that book, that you enjoy it. And there's a whole series there for you to uncover. So that's The Liar in the Library by Simon Brett. Now we're going to come on to another book. Now I have to hold my hands up. I was not clearly not thinking properly and I thought that I had read others in this series. So this book is called All That's Dead 
by Stuart McBride. It's out now in hardback. It transpires I was thinking of another author called Stuart Neville. So when I sat down to read this book that is clearly well into um, a, a very good, strong series of detective stories, when I came into it, I didn't have a clue who the characters were. And it just got me thinking, well, why don't I know these characters? What's going on? Yes, Philippa, that's because it's the wrong author, you silly, silly person. Anyway, I am so glad I persevered with this because I thought, no, I've got this book. It's a hardback. It costs money. And there was something about it that I wanted to, that made me want to read it. So, Philippa, you will jolly well sit down and read this book. And I am so glad I did because I have discovered another series that I love. I do think that I've come into it quite late and there's a, there felt like a lot of in-jokes with the characters that I wasn't aware of. But don't let that stop you from just picking this one up. And it just shows you don't, if there's a series you want to try, you don't have to go to back to book one. You can just try the latest book, the one you can get hold of. And if you think it's any good, great, then you can go back. But you don't have to start at the very beginning. So this one um, is, uh, as I say, All That's Dead. And it's interesting because it's about the politics in Scotland. And I, I did find that quite intriguing as well. So Inspector Logan McRae, I hope I've pronounced that right, is looking forward to a nice, simple case, something to ease him back into work after a year off sick. But the powers that be have other ideas. The high profile anti-independence campaigner Professor Wilson has gone missing, leaving nothing but bloodstains behind. There's a war brewing between the factions for and against Scottish nationalism, infighting in the police ranks, and it's all playing out in the merciless glare of the media. Logan's superiors want results and they want them now. Someone out there is trying to make a point and they're making it in blood. If Logan can't stop them, it won't just be his career that dies. I love this book. Um, I will be following this series, certainly from this point on, and I would really like to go back, back to the beginning. There's, um, there's a fresh style of writing. There's humour, there's dryness, there's tightly plotted stories. Um, and it's, it's just a very accomplished author. Uh, the Stuart McBride, very accomplished, my goodness. Um, it is, it's not uh, the tiniest of books. It's about 440 pages long. Um, but that just wasn't even an issue once I was into it. And once I got over that initial, oh, got the wrong author. And oh, this is, uh, seems to be far on into a series. It, it didn't matter. It was just a great story and very intriguing and one that I would certainly recommend. I've got family in Scotland and I'd be very interested to know their views on it all as well. So I'll be recommending that that book to them. And uh, yeah, really, really enjoyed that one. Stuart McBride, All That's Dead, out now in hardback. The next one is a graphic novel. And this is the last one I'm going to talk to you about today. Now, a few weeks ago, was it a month ago, I just put a message out on Twitter saying I was looking for some new graphic novels, any suggestions, and I got quite a few. So every week, hopefully, I'll talk to you about a different graphic graphic novel. Um, and this one is quite strange. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll, I'll say that at the beginning, but intriguingly strange. Uh, it's Lock and Key, Welcome to Lovecraft, and it's by Joe Hill and Gab Gabrielle Rodriguez. 
it's it's certainly if you're into graphic novels but you don't want to see any gore then this is not for you um, because there's lots of it there's lots of people being attacked hacked to death all sorts of things it i really enjoyed it because yes it's gruesome but it's it's quite funny gruesome i'm a, am i allowed to say that i don't know but uh, highly acclaimed suspense novelist and new york times best-selling author joe hill creates an all-new story of dark fantasy and wonder lock and key written by hill and featuring artwork from gabriel rodriguez lock and key tells of key house an unlikely new england mansion with fantastic doors that transform all who dare walk through them and home to a hate-filled and relentless creature that will not rest until it forces open the most terrible door of them all i would very much like to read the next one because it's just so different to anything that i've read um, as i say if you are faint of heart or younger then definitely not one for you but otherwise if you're looking for something that sort of makes you laugh because it's just so gory and gives you quite a different sort of plot and you don't mind the violence then it it's very interesting so that's lock and key welcome to lovecraft uh, a graphic novel um Obviously, it's got a huge following that I've completely missed up to now. Um, but it's one that I'm going to be looking out for again when, once I've got my stomach uh, back under control. Because as I say, well, it was quite gory in places. But never mind. So that's all the books. Uh, something else I just wanted to mention that I've been doing lately with the two book clubs that I'm a member of. Um, yes, we have a catch up quite frequently. One is weekly. One is every few weeks. And we're not getting through books each time, obviously, um, to talk about. And so we, I've started doing a bit of a book quiz just based on the books that we've read. So one round would be um, general silly questions about what's the shortest book we've read so far. How many books have we read? Things like that. Then there's a chapter. Then there's a chapter. Then there's a round where I hold up because obviously all this is done virtually. I hold up a, a book cover and I've covered either all of the book title or some of it, but you can still see the rest of the book cover and the author's name. So I hold that up and uh, the rest of the club have to try and remember or guess the name of the book. Um, another, one, another round is first paragraphs round where I'll read out the first paragraph of one of the books we've done. Um, and uh, that's quite interesting. That's actually impossibly hard. Now you would think every book is different and most first paragraphs are quite gripping, whatever the sort of book is. Um, so you would imagine that that's something that you would remember, but it's it's not often the case. That That's the trickiest round, there seems to be. Um, another round, best of, worst of. So we always review a book, give it a score. So I'll give four different books and say, can you, which one do you think got the highest score, the lowest score, that sort of thing. And it's just been a bit of fun. Um, but that seems to be going quite well. Although it does take more time to prepare than I had thought. But I enjoy doing them. So there we go. And you've got to have prizes. So, of course, a little bar of chocolate is then posted to the winner and the loser. Um, because I think everybody, well, I'd like to post chocolate to everybody. But I've only got a few spare bars that I'm willing to part with. So, yeah, what, what I've done is the person with the top mark and the person with the bottom mark both get a prize. Why not? 
Um, so there we go. That's me for now. I've got some great books to talk to you about next week. Oh my goodness, yes. And uh, just stay safe, stay well, and I'll talk to you again soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.